Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hugh virtual chat. Well, the countdown has officially begun. I am trying my hardest to be in the holiday spirit. I've got lovely red on. I've got my, well, this is, I call this my Ariana Grande look. And I put some earrings on and some lipstick. So thank you, Angie Zachary from last week's show about looking good, feeling good. But are you really feeling good? I don't know. Anyways, countdown is done on December 1st. 30 more days left until 2020, perhaps while the year we would like to forget, or maybe not. We'll find out more today. So let's open the doors to our Hue virtual chat. Uh, we're going to have some ladies joining in later on, but right now, hey, hi, Kristen. <laughs> oh, and I think Susie is here. Hi, Susie. And you know what, girl? Your bangs look really good. I love them. I think, you know, you just kind of uh, keep... They're at a point where I don't know what to do with them. I tried something new yesterday. I put it up on Instagram. I haven't checked the feedback yet, but I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hey. And is that is that Rami that's joining us now? Well, you can't recognize me. No, I can't. Well, you know what? The screen is so far away from me. And, like, you're you're like a little... there. Oh, now I can see you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like, the eyesight is going here, so I'm kind of like, huh... Now, and well, th- Robin, you look very festive. Love the sweater. Yes. And, and I just uh, said, <laughs> I said in the opening, okay, the countdown is now December 1st and 30 more days. Oh, and look at, oh, Rana, don't tell me you're on a beach. <laughs> on a beach. You know what? You could just you just need like one of those big orchids in the side of your hair, and I totally should. Yeah. Hi everyone. Hey, oh Susie, that would be a good idea with the bang sweep. You know, like a like a barrette, a very festive sparkle barrette. I don't know. Um, we're doing everything. This is my Ariana Grande look. I you know found, you look found hot, it Crazy. in you look my hot. in my drawer, and uh, I thought, and it was like dirty hair day. Rana, you can appreciate that. So hey. <laughs> I just, uh, I just washed mine. <laughs> I, isn't that? Hey, and congratulations, washing your hair. <laughs> I know. Yay. It's amazing what makes us laugh. So uh, I hope Charlotte, is Charlotte going to join us today, Kirsten? No, she got sidetracked with work. <laughs> oh, okay. because, well, that was part of the thing that I wanted to talk about. I saw her Instagram post about things. This is really good because it's, things to be thankful for, for the, you know, for the, this is the last month of this year that I had just mentioned, we would like to forget or maybe not. I don't know. I'm finding it very hard to get into the festive season. And I, and I understand that because people have their Christmas trees up and people have their presents done and wrapped and decorated. And, but then again, that's why we brought uh, Rami on today because, uh, all right, girl, I'll lead you, I'll lead you in the charge, you know, okay, you're like, you're like our, our Rudolph at the, at the head of our, our reindeer team, okay, we have a mission to be positive, to be, you know, feeling good about everything, and <laughs> what the future holds. I'm just cracking right. Robin up over here. <laughs> I don't even know what know. I'm doing yet. <laughs> First of all, I, I decided to not go my Ariana Grande look which you all know I'm very good at. Yes. I'm in bed. I literally <laughs> am in my pajamas, threw the hat on, and was like, let's take it to the au naturel, which is what I look like all the time. <laughs> but so, but I do love your hair, Tracy. You look great. Oh, thank you. And it's thank good to see Robin, my little buddy Robin. Hi, Robin. And nice to see you all, ladies. I really should have gone for the screenshot behind me um, of a nicer bed, maybe. I know. Well, I mean, um, Susie uses J Lo's living room. You should have used J Lo's bedroom. I mean, there has to be something. <laughs> well, mine's kind of nice. 
Okay, so yeah, like I, this is the, this is my home. Okay, so yeah, so do you want me to tell you about what I'm doing and what I'm, what I like to see happen this winter? Mm -hmm. So I, as you guys know, I'm, uh, I'm, as you might not know, I'm the producer for Curbside Concerts um, in Manitoba and Alberta. And uh, we're actually only in Manitoba, Alberta, Ontario, and the island in BC um, as we slowly spread our, uh, our festivities across the country. Sorry, I'm still half asleep, so I slept in. <laughs> what can I say? I slept in. Anyway, um, yeah, so, so curbside concerts. So, but then, we, you know, with the restrictions coming and the climate of winter coming, I kind of thought we might be done for the year and then restart in spring. And then the uh, wonderful team that I work with, there are five main staff members in Curbside. We have these meetings and we said, let's dig a little deeper. Let's, let's figure out what people need uh, and what we can do to help. And it was really that we realized we can do this Christmas caroling Curbside style. So we all have, a, a, we have artists across the country in our different respective provinces that we have Curbside concerts. And, and we are having, in Winnipeg, we have French Christmas caroling, English Christmas caroling, and Hanukkah caroling. Ju oh. came up with that one. The old Jew here, she came up <laughs> with that one. But, um, but yeah, and it's going really well, actually. I did a CBC and a CJOB to start the promo, and uh, we already have, I already have 20 bookings in uh, the month of December here. And, uh, and I'm not performing them, just so there's no misunderstanding. We have a duo, Dan, Scrads, Dan Scramstad duo. They're awesome. They're doing like all the holiday classics. And, uh, and then we have French Christmas caroling from Jen and Tonic, a French duo from, that live in St. Boniface. And we also have the Hanukkah caroling by the Borzakowski brothers. How Jewish does that sound? <laughs> the Borzakowski brothers. Oy. And um, so, <laughs> so they'll, they'll all be um, performing throughout the city. Um, and the good news is that with, with the caroling, not only do we have the restrictions of gatherings and stuff like that, but you can actually be in your doorway or in your, in your home, safe and warm, or your open window, and we set up on the curbsider boulevard, amplified with the battery-powered speaker, and we'll sing you a half-hour serenade of uh, festive caroling to make sure that this isn't the saddest Christmas that ever happened to you. Because <laughs> it really, it's a little dark for a lot of people, as you mentioned, Tracy, you're not feeling festive. Um, my partner is Christmas obsessed. So even though I'm a Jew, I have, we have the tree and presents going and it's really fun for me anyway, because it's just kind of fun. But, uh, but so some people are not feeling it at all. Some people are alone, some people are lonely. And uh, we really have to protect those people by bringing them the safety and uh, the beauty of live music to their homes. Wow. Oh, you know what? Trust you, Rami, though, to figure this whole thing <laughs> Gosh, by golly, you're going to be doing music. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, you said that uh, you're going to sing us a song. I'll uh, come back to you later. What do you mean? I'm not prepared. I have nothing here. What do you mean? I wasn't even prepared at all. <laughs> Well, let's just give us a little uh, cozy, cozy, you know, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, see, I, you know what? A couple years ago, uh, maybe more than a couple years ago, even being Jewish, I thought it would be funny to write like a little Christmas ditty. I don't have that. I shouldn't preface with that because I, I wish I could remember that. But I wrote this really funny song uh, called Me, Myself, and Rye. <laughs> you know, rye, like whiskey. Um, <laughs> so that uh, it was like a little Christmas song. Uh, I used to have these lonely Jew at Christmas parties. So I thought it'd be funny to write like a sort of Jewish perspective of Christmas and it was just being drunk. So that was that song. <laughs> Having said that, I'm not playing that for you right now. I'm gonna play you guys a song that I particularly know Robin loves. So I thought I would do that. I don't know if you know Tracy actually. Sorry I'm talking so much guys. I get chatty in the morning. It's like fricking noon. Okay, um, I, um, since we, on the last time, the last time that we were on Tracy's I Like You, do you remember we were, there were a few of us that were there? Um, Robin and I met and we had, you said you'd noticed that we were chatting through it and we were getting along quite well. She actually started up some trouble already with me here, typing a little, hi Linda. And, uh, and so she actually, her and her friends hired, hired me twice. So I actually did two curbside concerts for them and uh, we all became quite friendly actually, we all fell, in love. So 
uh, Robin and her partner, or I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything like that. And Robin and uh, just a stranger that was there. There was no partner. There, there was just this person. I don't even know that we know them. Um, liked this song a lot. So I thought I would sing that one for you guys. Kick back, relax, put your mute on, unless you want to cheer. I can't tell you that I love you. I can't say I think of you, but I know, yes, I know. We got something going on. So don't try to resist me. I know you miss me. And I know, yes, I know. We got something going on. Wrap your arms around my hips. Kiss my neck and touch my lips. No, you won't. No, you can't stay. I just can't turn you away. If you won't call me baby, I still say maybe. But I know, yes, I know. We got something going on. Just where to go, real soft, real slow, know when to stop, know what to say, I just can't turn you away, I can't tell you that I'm lonely, you're my one and only, but I know, yes I know, oh, we got something going on. guys that's just a little taste of what you can get in the spring when i'm back on the curbside concerts roster with the regular roster but yeah if you if anyone's interested at all in our christmas uh, caroling curbside mm -hmm. concerts you can just look up curbsideconcerts.ca the website or just just try and get a hold of me i'm pretty accessible all over the web and uh and we'd be happy to facilitate some some nice and you know we're having some really nice ones we have like people from out of town sending them to their grandmothers like you know surprises or and then um i have someone from alaska sending one to calgary you know just because they can't be together so anyway it's just pretty beautiful stuff that's happening and uh, we hope to offer that uh to all of you this christmas Aww. oh thank you so much rami and i guess that's a great segue into what oh i guess i'm looking for i don't know it, I don't know if it's called affirmation or just wanting people to feel the same way as you sometimes. I, it, maybe it's just because we've been living in this bubble for way too long. Uh, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I'd mentioned too, like it's December 1st and 30 more days and I can hardly wait till the new year. But then what is the new year going to bring? So there's all these kind of feelings and, and it doesn't seem that things are really slowing down as far as talking about the pandemic. Uh, yeah, I really think we're looking at like, just settle into this idea for a while. And if everybody just starts to get comfortable with the way that things are, instead of fighting it or trying to find a way to, it's going to be better soon. It's going to be better soon. And, and um, it's, it's, it's really not going to be better soon. It's always going to be different for a while. You know, mm -hmm. I was thinking about um, having friends over in the future at some point again, and would we all be wearing masks, even if it, even if it's allowed? You know, would would be would, is this a year away? Like, is, do people ever go to a movie theater again and sit side by side coughing? You know, like so that instead of starting to worry about when it's going to be over, it, there's not going to be like a day where it's suddenly just the pandemic's over. We're good. It's a process, and I think that we all have to just start adjusting to what is happening. Try and find your little bubble of happiness and uh, stay sane. You know, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And uh, 
I think that that will help us through a lot more. Because actually, I really, not to belittle what you're saying, Tracy, but I do kind of find it funny when people are like blaming a number, blaming 2020, you know? It's not, you know, as we know, years are just this like Christian calendar put together with like numbers and times. And there really is no beginning or end. Like nothing's going to happen on December 31st at midnight that's going to be like, yeah. Now it's different years, so it's going to be better. No, we're still in what we're in, you know? So don't, don't think of it as this year's the shit or the worst, and then next year's going to get better. We're just working through something that has no time limit right now together. So yeah. uh, might as well enjoy the holidays. <laughs> and enjoy some curbside music. Uh, Linda, thanks for joining us. So, you know, and maybe I'll ask you, so going off of what Rami says is like, just don't think of it as a year, as a measure, but... I think for a lot of us, uh, we live through structure and we have like a certain goal or whatever. And we know that when we get to that goal, then we've achieved this to move on. If Rami says like, okay, then don't think of it as 365 days. And then the next one is going to be great. What kind of changes can we do then? Because I believe Rami's right. We just got to get out of our box and think in a new way i'm not going to say the new normal but how do we go about that how do we go about that <laughs> that's a that's that. an easy question i just jumped in okay I know. We, it's yours <laughs> actually you know what i just started on um uh this uh today um because i am also somebody who likes structure and uh i like challenges i like beginnings and, and endings so i started a um uh 31 day December healing and growing and um, challenge just to focus on small things that we can do, the food that we eat, the practices, the daily practices that we um, do, the movement that we make and the thoughts that we think. Because the thoughts, even as Romy was saying, it is important to notice what is going on in our brains um, as you're saying, Tracy, you're tr like, it's like you're, you're trying to find a thought that's going to bring you into the new year. And that's actually a good practice to have, you know, really examining what thought is in your brain right now that's making you feel out of control, worried, you know, is that thought, you know, this is never going to end or... Uh, what if, uh, what if it's always like that? You know, if you do have that in your brain, yeah, you're, you're likely going to feel some desperation, some sadness. Um, if you can tweak it to having a thought in your brain that is going to make you feel energized, which can be, I'm going to make this the best December ever. I'm going to serve as many people as I can this December, or I'm going to focus my energy on, you know, tiny changes that I can make that I can feel some control and some uh, joy in, you know, noticing what's going on in our brain is so important. Um, but, you know, I also want to offer that December is, it is a marker for our lives. It, you like it or not, it is the time of year where we we compare it to last year. We, we think about the people who were with us in our past who are no longer with us now. Or we think about the people who are in our present moment that we don't want in our present moment right now. You know, we, we, uh, the holidays are a time of uh, reflection. They're a time of regrouping. Um, they're a time where we, we really do some self-evaluation and what I was writing about this morning was, you know, I think this year more than ever, I hope to see myself included, not expecting this holiday season to be just joyous and happy, but also to really acknowledge the undercurrent of melancholy and um, uh, sadness that is also a part of this time of year and to allow for that whole human experience to happen. And I think so often at this time of year, we get rammed down the throat with joy and happiness and 
connect in and, and positive thoughts that a lot of us feel very left out of that. You know, especially right now, we feel left out in that, you know, a lot of us feel isolated or we're alone. And so that, that measurement, you, you fall by that measurement. So I want to offer that if we can allow that full range, we are going to, we are going to um, have a meaningful uh, holiday season this year. That would be my, my offering. Wow. So I, I, anything that else anybody wants to share on that? I think it was definitely a different perspective that I think that you know, I could definitely work on. But uh, Susie, well, I was going to ask you too, I mean, with your parents and everything, because, you know, at the beginning when the kids went back to school and everything like that, you were very out of it that, you know, you're going to make the sacrifice of not being together, you know, or, you know, with your, your parents. And how is, has that, I know we checked back and that still stays the same. Um, the holidays though will be, a, it has to be a little bit harder, not only for you, but for the kids and everybody. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's so hard. Um, I phone my parents every day, sometimes twice a day, whatever, when I'm going for my walk or tell my dad it's slippery and to not go on his walk or, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, and I drop off food for them or, you know, whatever, but um, I know they miss their grandkids so much. Me and my sister, meh, we moved down the rungs of popularity, you know, as the grandkids came along, which is totally fine, but they, they really miss the grandkids and the grandkids miss them. And, you know, like, it's a special bond, right? Grandparents and grandchildren. And I never had grandparents here. So it was always super important for me, for our kids to be close to, you know, their grandparents. And my kids are so fortunate. They have um, both sets on both sides, which is really special. And so there's a lot of, you know, uh, still phone calls and stuff, but um, it's hard. And, you know, my mother-in-law is, um, is, uh, is recently widowed so she's going to be by herself this christmas and i asked my husband like what do you want to do there and he's just like i want to leave her totally alone and keep her safe and it's just like yeah yeah i can There's see that concerts there you go that's what it's for exactly, right <laughs> throwing that out there there's no way we can get together safely like i just don't feel that there's a way that we can get together safely and i don't want to um to use the, um, the sadness and the longing that we feel as an excuse to get together, because if that were the cause of someone getting sick, that would be heartbreaking and, and a, huge, um, a, a huge reminder that this virus doesn't care if you're lonely. And um, ultimately, we're very close to um, you know, vaccine, we're very close to sort of the end of the tunnel, and we can do this. We, we, we have technology in our corner, you know, at this time. In 1918, they didn't have any of this stuff. So we're lucky in that respect that we can use technology to be together. And we can still like write cards, like I'm gonna do my Christmas cards today and actually like write out in my crappy cursive, you know, address my Christmas cards and all those things that I'm gonna do like a cookie exchange and drop off cookies with girlfriends and stuff. There are still lots of things that you can do to create joy while still feeling, like Linda said, a little bit of melancholy and sad. And I think that holidays too, for some people are not a joyous time. Just because traditionally we talk about joy and all that stuff, there are people who struggle with the holidays every year. Well, now there's gonna be more people who struggle with the holiday this year. I so think I it, think that it's, it's, I think it's in like the, the, the uh, highest rate of suicide happens around, around Christmas. Well, yeah. And that's things you know, are good. Yes. And if you've lost somebody close to you, if you've lost somebody this year or recently, or, or if you've just, you're missing someone that is very acute during the holiday season. So I think that we can perhaps take a step back. And, you know, I said this to my daughter and my children yesterday, this holiday season is a really good opportunity for us to ask how we can help others and to take that focus off of us and to give instead of receive. And so I think that that is a really healing kind of way to look at things. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on to, um, uh, to sort of salve these pandemic wounds. And I always find that if I take the focus off me, if I find a way to give, 
to others, not expecting anything in return, that is a good way to feel useful and to feel like you're making a difference. I totally think there's something that's happened this year to a lot of people if you let it or if you've opened your mind to it. Of you know, like it's I can't remember the the saying, probably one of you guys will be able to come up with it, but it's like something comes out of something and it's like innovation or like comes out of lacking of something. You know what I mean? But it is like, you know, like this year shopping local has been such a huge priority for I've been encouraging it. I know a lot of people I know have been encouraging it. Whereas, you know, maybe if we didn't have like such a, a focus or spotlight on small businesses suffering this year, that wouldn't have been the case. So maybe that'll push forward into something that, you know, every year we support local a bit more. And, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, um, you know, we have to dig a little deeper to find Susie, like, you know, now you're like, what do I need to do to, to make sure that joy happens to people who don't have it? Whereas maybe self-centeredly, we wouldn't even have thought about that this season whenever, if everything was just normal. So there is, a, there is, there are little sweet silver linings you can take from being pushed into a situation like this, I think, well, you know? I think you're right, Rami. I mean, Besides all of this, yeah, we have changed. Our, our ways of thinking have changed, uh, you know, for the better too, if you kind of look at it. Uh, Rana, I mean, I wanted to ask you, I mean, for your professional job, do you help people or you defend people? I mean, that, that is what you do, but I mean, and that can be a grind on you and especially too that you, you really do, you're, uh, you're a, you're a great staunch supporter of the indigenous communities and especially right now with the rage of the pandemic and, and what it's doing to them. Um, I mean, it, it, it is, it is not only terrifying, but it is so sad uh, that itself it must take a toll on you. Yeah. And like, just to go back to that, it, I mean, when, a, when something like this hits, places that are already struggling at their baseline, you would imagine that something like this would not go over well, you know, and um, it, it sucks. The, the whole thing sucks, you know, people are struggling. Uh, leaders are kind of worked to the bone. Um, people are just putting 24 hours a day in just bare survival. It's really tough, you know, and I'm only with like three, you know, I can't imagine the leaders who are working with every community, right? It's, it's not, it's a really, there's a lot of death. Um, you know, there's a lot, it's just, it's really the trying time. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I, I haven't pretended at all. Like this has been a, you know, excuse my language, but it's been a shit year for me. Um, absolutely. You know, January 26 was like the worst day of my life. You know what I mean? And it hasn't gotten better since, you know, and like you said, when you lose somebody, you know, um, it, Christmas or the holidays really don't mean much to me right now. I think for us, it's just bare survival. It's just really, how do you get through the day? How do you get through the hour? You know, um, and that's just what it is. But um, I know, I know Rami kind of mentioned it a bit, like that's, that's on an individual level, but on a collective level, um, you know, this is not always a joyful time, you know, and I think Susie mentioned it or Rami, you mentioned it. Um, there's many people uh, during the holidays on a normal day uh, and in a normal quote unquote year, uh, their struggles are, are beyond bearable, you know, and I, I really am thinking about those people um, who just don't, won't even have that, that little bit of support now or whatever, whatever it was that they had that got them through last time, they definitely won't have that this year um, unless we can figure out a way to get to them. Um, and the other really part that's kind of been on my mind too, is that, you know, the shelters, um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what, what the big plan is from the province, from the city uh, of how we're going to deal with the homeless population. How are we going to deal with the people who like bank on that time for whether it's donations, whether it's food, whether, whatever it is, whether it's shelter during the winter, uh, this will be probably the first winter during the pandemic, how many people are we going to lose? Do we have any plan in place at all? Of, you know, our, you know, a part of me, actually, I was thinking last night of, I was up watching the eclipse, I want to see it. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, like, what do we do? Do we just drive around, you know, looking for people who need help and give them sleeping bags? Like, what are we actually supposed to do in this situation? You know, like, it's really, it's, it's, 
it's really scary. Like, and it's harder this year too because all the places that would usually take donation aren't taking donations yeah. because of the because of. So I mean, I have blankets and pillows and all this stuff ready to go, and no one's taking them. Exactly. So it's like that. Like, do we just drive around and try to hand them to people, or like, what do you do? Yeah. And, and what do you do? And and is that safe? You know, like, is it is it going to be considered, quote unquote, is society going to consider that dangerous, even though you just know that they need that? Um, it, it's it's horrible. The whole situation sucks. And um, I know I, I'm usually a pretty positive person. I mean, you guys, I mean, at least Susie and Tracy, you guys have known me for a long time. I'm not a, you know, Debbie Downer type of type of kid, but like, I'm pretty, pretty bummed, you know, and I think about myself and I'm like, man, if I'm feeling this way, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how other people are feeling because I'm completely not good. You know, like I'm super public about it. I want to, I'm, I'm at my like, you know, I got the beach behind me because that's where literally I need to be to actually control what's happening in my mind. Because it's yeah, not to, uh, not to again belittle. I don't know what other words you say. Like, I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And I, I, for a little bit of hope for yourself, maybe or something. I just want to say that, like, I was not okay either. Like, I, I was fully admitting, I was like, it, it was March and April for me. Yeah. I was just like super depressed not okay my anxiety went through the roof I, I had to like up my dosage you know what I mean and I was just like really feeling like I don't get what like I just felt hopeless you know and I just kind of felt like maybe not suicidal I wouldn't say but like I saw a ledge in the distance and I was just kind of like wow that's the first time I've ever seen that ledge and I wasn't feeling like I was actually going to do anything about it but I just couldn't believe that I was at that point where I kind of felt pointless or that things felt pointless and Absolutely. it was like banging your head against the wall. But I just want to let you know, like my year did turn. Like I, I spent, I'm doing a lot of yoga at home. I'm doing an exercise bike routine. I'm reading a lot more. I'm trying to stay off the news and you know what I mean? And, and I, I know there's no remedy to like, oh, if that's all I had to do, I won't be depressed anymore. Thanks Rami. <laughs> but I just mean like there, depression like that, like what you're, I don't know what happened to you this year. It sounds like something bad. Oh, I just lost my dad. So, so for me, I'm just, I'm in the midst of a lot of grief, right? So. Right. And I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm so for me, it's not even the pandemic. I really am just trying to work through. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that on its, and then the holidays with the first time you lose a, a parent, it's, it, it's impossible to even get your head around. Um, yeah. Like I think I, I could speak for a few of us anyway. I know we've lost family members that, and it's been really hard, obviously. I just, I just want to give you a little bit of, it's going to be okay-ish without sounding patronizing. Oh, but no. I'm, but I'm super glad that you're able to just go, fuck everyone. Sorry, Tracy. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but like, you could be here later. <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beep, everybody. I'm really sorry. It's not Tracy's fault. Um, <laughs> um, but, but you know what? Like, it's it sucks and it, and it just, you're in pain. But there is, there is a, there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel for, for grief and, and for such pessimism. I think that the spring will help you a lot because winter just blows in Winnipeg anyway. So when the snow starts to come and falls ending, it's just like everyone just goes into a slump. Yeah. Lots of vitamin D. Totally. And, and you know, there, there's tools, right? Like I think that, um, you know, I guess if I could, if there's like a learning, if you know, tips I've learned, things I've, I've learned to help me cope, you know, um, meditation, meditation has like saved my brain, basically, totally. you know, um, it kind of calms me down, it brings me to like a baseline level, uh, my thoughts aren't kind of like crazy, as in like, not crazy, but just anxiety, right, like I gotta I'll do this, marzipan once in a while, it's what I do, <laughs> terrible, called marzipan, I thought that was called marzipan, no, no, I think marzipan, that's a dessert, Susie would talk about that. What am I missing here? Hey, let's start this. Um, Susie, we're talking about a cookie swap. Let's do like you know, you know, those kind of cookie swaps. That's the legal. We can still go shop there. I'm like, how do we go from meditation to marzipan? What are we? I was like, what? What's happening? What? You wanted lorazepam, but instead yeah. somehow you got lorazepam. <laughs> 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 order and then cookies <laughs> up to your door. 
Like, no, no, that's what edibles are for. You don't need, you don't need to mix those things up. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you know what? Don't take my advice on taking sedatives. Don't do that. No. But, but, but I've actually, I like, I've been taking like a very small dosage of lorazepam every morning of my life, a 0.5 milligram for five years or six years. Um, when thing when beep hit the fan for me with my family when I was younger, it resurfaced five or six years ago. And I was on tour and I was exhausted and I was having a lot of anxiety attacks and I didn't know what they were. And so, yeah, so, so I was prescribed that. I'm on a, a dosage that my doctor pretty much thinks is placebo. He's like, I'm sure you don't need it, but I've built receptors for it and it works for me. So it makes me, and it is that, Raina, like it's, it's, I feel like I can't complete a task. Like my brain's kind of everywhere. I have like 17 things open in my computer and I, but the lorazepam or whatever meditation or sedation of any sort really does focus you and ground you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I'm, I'm a big, you know, and I don't know who actually told me to start meditating, um, but it, it helps. And then vibration. So you put like on earphones and then you use certain vibrations and it just, it just. I'm not even going to go near the vibrator. No. Oh, no, not. Not oh, that okay. well, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's what she was saying too. Robin, time for you to enter the conversation. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were gonna say too. I was like, whoa, the conversation. Oh no, no, it's like, like healing vibrations. You guys. <laughs> Rana, is it like uh, is it like binaural beats? Is that what it is? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They work. Yeah. They're so calming. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then go for a walk. Go for a I run. Yeah, I bought like a full like winter's. Sorry, I bought yeah. I, I, yeah, I bought like a full winter like like invested in good winter gear this year so that because I knew going outside was going to be huge. And we go like we just drive somewhere like to any foresty. There's so many hiking trails and stuff. And actually, oh, yeah. that's another thing, right? Like I would never would have tried to get out this winter. I would have been like stupid winter. I'm gonna watch movies and get fat. That's what I was gonna do every year. So this so this is like it's kind of yeah like pushed me to learn about manitoba hiking trails and try to get out and stay sane in nature that way too walking rainy you're gonna be okay i know i know i just need to get through and you know and i've and i think uh tracy and and susie and actually all you guys have all kind of been around through my my journey here i feel like i've come because i was even off virtual like i wasn't even showing up for the hue group you know what I mean? And this was like, I love it. And and I actually didn't even show up for six months or so it was about six months, right, Tracy? It was, yeah, it was a long while where I was like, I just can't do it. So the fact that I'm even coming on again and, you know, that that's a huge step for me, you know? You so look beautiful. You look stunning for someone who's pull, pulling their hair out at night. You fucking hold it. To, I'm sorry, Tracy. Uh, well, you missed that, Rami. <laughs> she uses castor oil. Me, castor. she should be following these chats. But you guys tell me this like is it not like, it's awesome like castor oil it looks yeah. great i need to put some in my hair <laughs> you guys don't even know what's coming in here <laughs> the gray's coming in my, i'm just letting my gray in i'm stopping i'm not dying my roots anymore i just got dyed right before the pandemic what a good good job Ron. <laughs> right before the pandemic how like your hair grows oh, no, no, not, not the pandemic before the second closure actually around my birthday it's actually that I'm allergic to hair dye, and the hair dye that I use. Between you and Tracy, I can't hear you. Can you guys hear Tracy? No. Oh. Kirsten. Your volume changed. Did it? Yeah, it's, you're really quiet now. Oh. Well, I guess I've I just uh, been demoted. You're you're host of it now, Rami. <laughs> Ladies, thank you for joining me. I'm so happy to see you all. You know, we haven't heard from Robin or Kirsten. Maybe we'd like yeah, to. Yeah, come on. Robin's not very good at shutting up, so this has been very hard for her. Uh, well, she's <laughs> we, Robin? She's on mute. She's on mute. <coughs> Robin, how are you doing? I like your sweater. What's up? I think Tracy asked Kirsten first. I'll go after Kirsten. I have, I, I have a few things to say. If you leave me any time, Romy. So you just, just, shut you up just go minute. for it. You've already started. You, you've got it, Robin. Go for it. I know it's me who doesn't shut up, so. Go ahead, Robin, everybody's waiting for you. I did hear Tracy trying to say something, but there was no sound. Yeah, well, I'm taking over. She's not on I Like You anymore. Uh, Robin, how, how are you feeling that the holidays are gonna work out this year? How, what's, what's your, you have a lot of patience at this time? I, I, uh, okay, I'll, I'll jump in. Mm. Um, so, 
I think here's the thing for me, right? Um, I've been on the other side of the world for 10 years from all of the people that I generally spend Christmas with. So I'm kind of used to this not being able to spend Christmas with people that you normally spend it with. And so that's not a biggie for me. And, and this year, that random stranger that I might be hanging out with is hanging out with their family. So I'll be hanging out for Christmas by myself again because I can't, I can't see anyone physically. So what I was doing the other day, I was talking to, a, I run a free peer support on um, Mondays and Wednesdays, and I was asking people yesterday, what do you think? I'm on this queue tomorrow. What do you want to tell people? And people were saying that hard is not impossible. And if we can dig in the hard this Christmas, we have a chance of getting some other holidays back next year. It's not impossible. It, it's hard and sometimes going to feel not as great as that. Um, someone did, as Susie was saying, let's look at how do we give back? How do we give to each other? How do we share those pieces? So what I decided in that moment, and I'm putting it out here publicly, so I have to do it now, is that there's going to be a holiday open house virtually with Robin Priest on Christmas Eve from 5 to 7 p.m. And we're going to put um, the information on Robin Priest Live Your Truth website. Anyone, I don't care whether you have a mental health issue or not, anyone can join on Christmas Eve between 5 and 7 just to connect with other people and Christmas Day between 2 and 6. I'm going to be sitting on there. Whoever joins, joins. If you just want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is and run away. I don't know if it's Hanukkah that day. I don't think it is this year, but whatever. Um, like, I'm just going to open it up. And if people are feeling, like, sad or lonely or want to share the joy with people they've never met before or people they know, I'm going to have it open. And anyone that wants to is more than welcome to just connect. So that's probably going up on our website tomorrow. That's my way of giving back to the community. I definitely want to I don't care where you are in the world. Um, I just, I want to, I want to give something back and I'm not out and about with people. So um, the other thing people talked about was they were doing things. Normally there's a big group of 20 of them that get together on Christmas. So they did a deal with a restaurant that's offered one of two meals. They're all getting it delivered at exactly the same time and they're eating, it's the restaurant they always go to, um, and they're just going to share that together. So I think here's the piece for me. One, one of the people said to me, you know what, the only thing that's missing is that I can't physically touch you. Like, and if we can hang on to that, we can still be with people. I get it's not, we're not in the same space, but we can be with people. And if we can sit in that space and just take some solace from, I can still be with you, I just can't physically touch you this year, then, then even through those hard moments, we can hang on to that. And Robbie talked about things happening this year that, like, albeit an interesting year, every year we have something that happens in our lives. This year just occurs to have gone on a bit longer. And I'm with you, Rana, like, this is the first year that I won't hear my stupid brother saying dumb things to me on Christmas. And what I'd give to hear that, and I'm going to hear it in my head. I'm sure it's going to be rattling in my head and I'm going to start to remember those cool things. And so I think 
someone said to me the other day, if I can find one thing joyous or that makes me happy every day, then I'm going to do okay through this. And I, I encourage anyone just to find one thing. Like joyous is putting on this silly sweater, <laughs> right? And the silly thing is, of course, I wouldn't do it in the middle of the day, but it does fit something that maybe often you unscrew the top um, a little bit different from this and have a little, you know, drink. But joyous is being on these calls. Joyous is um, my newfound buddy, Romy. Like that is one of the biggest gifts this year in this pandemic. Um, my newfound stranger that I hang out with is one of my... <laughs> greatest gifts this year who would have thought so yeah there's going to be moments that it's tougher and if we can hang on to those little gems of like oh yeah that happened actually I talked to this person more because I set up zoom calls than I used to um I I think that's what I want to do but Please join me Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Um, I'm not going to play Christmas music because that's not my thing. But if you just want a silly conversation and a laugh and, like, shoot the breeze, like, come and play. I want to give back. I think that Tracy's, it's not working, your, your thing isn't working. Okay, so what Tracy was going to say is that she really wants to hear from Kirsten before ah. we go today. <laughs> and Robin, I love that. And, and maybe you can share that link with all of us so we could share that link so we could let people know about that, uh, that uh, beautiful gift that you're giving people. It's really too bad actually that because usually I would have because of being a Jew and being on Christmas and Christmas for years I had the lonely Jew at Christmas party and it started as a small group of eight or nine people it ended up being a massive party over the years for people who literally wouldn't have been, had a dinner so you, there are lots of people that would have been alone so yeah I can't have that party but maybe something like that like a zoom Kirsten what's going on with you well, I'm just thinking that I, I feel so badly Tracy's having technical difficulties because today's hue was just a lot of fun and um, I really enjoyed everything everybody shared and, and so thank you for all that. A um, couple of things come up. I'm not surprised Robin's doing something generous on Christmas Eve and opening up a, um, a virtual party. Doesn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, you know, Christmas for uh, a lot of us this year is going to be incredibly different. And a couple of things I wanted to share was um, December 31st. Uh, you're right, it's just, it's just another day on the calendar. Uh, however, in my house, uh, about five years ago, we started embracing a burning on December 31st. So um, it's something that, uh, um, that we learned when my daughter spent some time in the States. And so on the 31st, whether with friends or family, uh, we prepare everybody ahead of time and we write on a piece of paper things that we would like to leave behind in uh, 2020. And, you know, I'm a super positive person. I'm not a dark person, but I love our 31st burnings. So um, that's something we're going to do. I'm talking about all of the... Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten, can I just say last year I did that burning for the first time and wrote the words for the new year about love and peace. And then I fell down the stairs and took all the skin off my arm and my knee, and I should have known about 2020. So I'm not going to go downstairs this year, but I am going to do that burning. Okay, did I encourage you last year to do a burning? Because I encourage everybody. No, I'd already seen it before, but uh, the, the falling down the stairs and almost killing myself wasn't the plan. <laughs> That could be really therapeutic, something, that, Rena, Rena, that you might want to look into something, you know, because you're obviously looking at just like anything to sort of well, falling down the pain from your brain, you know, so, so maybe something like that would be good for you. I'm doing that. That's a great yeah. idea. Do it. And then welcome what you're looking for in 2020 into our uh, 2021. And the other thing I was going to quickly say is uh, Charlotte and I, uh, one of the things we offer at Robin Free Food Your Truth 
is a workshop for families uh, and parents, and it's called Embracing the Gifts. And um, it's, it's from the heart, and it's from our experience as parents. And it just touches on, um, you know, sometimes in our stories, the adversity that we went through as parents uh, actually opened doors in, in, in different ways and places we never thought we'd ever see and experience. Mm -hmm. And um, we can say that because we're at a different part in the story. But um, it, it's just a great workshop on keeping your eyes open and embracing what you did gain out of those uh, difficult, difficult times. And for both Charlotte and I, we, we, uh, we gained some pretty cool things. We both met Robin and Charlotte became her business partner and I get to work for them. And it's free. So that's important too. Robin Priest, Live Your Truth. Our workshops, we have the generous support of the government. So they are free. This is a free workshop. And I think I'll, I'll throw it back to Tracy. Can you talk? Can anyone? <laughs> Well, let's we'll throw it back to Robin. you know what. No, we need we need to we need to kind of wrap up. You. Oh, did I we come back? We can hear you. Yeah. Yay! Oh my goodness! You know, oh my God! Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's the wonderful world of technology. I thank God. Thank thank you, Kirsten. You got your time, R Robin. That's an amazing thing that you're doing, and all of you ladies have given me okay another look outlook for this month, and I will work on a different hairstyle for next week. <laughs> I just want to say next week though is a special episode. We, we're going at 3 p.m. So that means too we can have a happy hour cocktail. So I encourage everybody to bring something that they love to drink other than water and coffee. And uh, we're, yeah, we're going to actually talk about some financing and, and uh, how 2021 women are going to rule in business. All right. I love you all. I'm so glad that I can wrap things up. Thank you so much for coming today. Bye, everyone. Bye, Romeo. It's good to see you guys. We'll see you Bye. next week at 3. See you next week at 3. Bye. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikehugh.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.